Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast on Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you download us from. Thanks very much for doing that. This is episode 1055B, but this is a recurrent guest. I think this is his third time on the show, maybe fourth time, and we should have him more often than that because he's done really substantial work in the field of plant-based nutrition and its importance in solving many problems. Um, Neil Barnard is the chair, I believe, of the Physicians for Responsible Medicine, which really looks to cut through some of the, if you will, BS, the bad science in medicine, and bring you really important information. And he does um, randomized studies to buttress that. That's one of the studies we're going to talk about this week because I spotted an article on plant-based soy-rich diet in postmenopausal women. And women often avoid soy because they're afraid of some of the risks and a lack of benefits. He's going to tell us about that in a few seconds. But first, I want to say he does have a book that's recently out that's a sensational book, Your Body in Balance, The New Science of Food and Hormones and Health. And he really did a wonderful job in that book. I think I talked about it once before on the show, Um, maybe even with him. It was, I think it's been out about uh, a few months now, but it's a sensational book. Um, Dr. Barnard, thank you very much for coming on. And Tell me how you got the idea of doing this study on soy and postmenopausal women. Well, thank you, Dr. Royzen, and, and thank you for all the great work that you do to educate people and to inspire them. So thank you for that. Um, yes, this, this new study... Um, I, I, I've got to interrupt, Neil, just so you know, you also have a program, I think it's in San Diego, that helps people lose substantial amounts of weight. And one of my uh, ex-patients or my patients is there, um, who will obviously be returning. And uh, I should say that she lost 14 pounds in the first, uh, I think it is, 14 days and is overjoyed with the program. So thank you for that as well. Oh, well, well, thank you for saying that. It's wonderful how when we make really healthy choices, it's so much better than a fad diet or a pill. There are ways to do this in a helpful way. But you asked about how did we get the idea of doing this study? It, it actually started with the, with the book, if I can put it that way. I, I wrote Your Body in Balance. And I, it, it's all about how different hormones are affected by foods, like how your body affects estrogen levels or thyroid hormone or insulin. But anyway, there's a, a chapter on menopause. And a reader contacted me. She said, I read your chapter on menopause. And I really needed it because I hot flashes were driving me crazy during the day. And, and at night I couldn't sleep. And, and she said, I, I did your method and my hot flashes were gone in five days. And she, so she contacted me and she told me this. And I said, well, wait, 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 wait a minute. I did write about hot flashes and I did describe a method that I thought was pretty effective, but I didn't promise they'd be gone in five days. That's a little bit stronger than I was suggesting. I said, please tell me how exactly did you apply what, what I had written in your body and balance? And so she said, okay, well, you said a plant-based diet is good. 
Um, so she said, I did it 100% vegan, no animal products whatsoever. She said, secondly, you said, get away from the greasy stuff. So she, she said, I learned how to cook without oils, and I really did that. And then you mentioned that soy products are, can actually be helpful and that they can actually help prevent cancer, but they might have an anti-hot flash effect. So she said, but I didn't do soy milk or tofu. I decided to have actual just soybeans, mature soybeans. And so she told me all this, and I said, all right. If that worked that dramatically well for you, I want to put this to the test. And so we did a randomized clinical trial of exactly that regimen that she told me about that worked so well for her. So we brought in a group of women, half of them went on exactly that diet, the other half did not. And the result was astounding. We had an 84% drop in moderate to severe hot flashes. And about 60% of the women didn't have any moderate to severe hot flashes at all by the end of the study, and they just felt their lives were transformed. And to me, one of the amazing parts of the study was you reported that the placebo, that is, and I've got to find out what the placebo was, but you found, you found the placebo was uh, effective, about half as effective as the soy, um, but the soy, which, which is about what placebo responses get they get a 30 to 40% success rate. That's how strong we respond to placebos. But in fact, 84% of people responded with decreased hot flashes is, and, and 64% getting rid of them totally is, is really remarkable. Randomized study, I think there were 38 or so patients in it. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, that's, exactly, that's exactly right. And, and the side effects, if I can put it that way, we're all really positive. The average person lost about eight pounds over 12 weeks without trying, without, without changing their exercise routines. Um, cholesterol levels, all of these things tend to get better when a person makes this diet change. And the reason that I emphasize that is if you go to your doctor now, you say, I've got hot flashes, they are killing me, what can I do? And if the doctor gives you a prescription for hormones, the doctor is going to warn you that it'll increase your cancer risk, increase your risk of heart problems. It's associated with dementia. And you think, gee, I don't want that. The, the plant-based diet that's low fat and healthy undoes all of these things. So pretty darn remarkable. Um, and um, in fact, uh, one of the, as you know, um, Dr. Esselstein uh, practices here and talks about the plant-based diet, uh, that a, um, a diet very similar, um, that is nothing, and I think he, he uses the phrase, nothing with a face or a mother, nothing from an, someone who has a face or a mother, um, and no oil, um, decreases cardiovascular disease, as well as peripheral vascular disease, and presumably dementia caused from vascular disease, substantially. So there are a lot of great things that this type of diet does. Um, and so... And, and one of the things, you are absolutely right, but it, it's also important to remember that let's say you take a pill. You know, how does your statin taste? But with this sort of approach, well, probably the top seven recipes that I've found that are, that are, and by the way, they're all listed in the Body and Balance, perfect pancakes, breakfast crostini, a roasted vegetable salad, Middle Eastern lentil soup. You know, 
you, you, you put that on the one hand and you put Lipitor on the other hand. It's, it's like to be able to have a nice bowl of autumn chowder. Um, the reason I'm bragging about these is, is when we wanted to give people this ability to get their health back, they're not going to do it if the foods don't taste good. So we want the foods to be easy to make and, and familiar and, and, and your family has to like them too. And so Lindsay Nixon, who, I don't know if you know Lindsay, um, she's, she's the happy herbivore and she writes books and does a lot of things on the web. She collaborated with me in doing this and the recipes are just fun. So I, I've got, I got to hand it to her for making this doable and healthy and, and kind of enriching. So when women go through menopause, um, not only do they feel hot flashes, but there are a number of other quality of life measures they feel um, are negatively affected, including some complaint of brain fog and other um, complaints. What happened with those in this randomized study of 38 women who you put on a fairly high dose of uh, soy. I think it was 80, is that, it was either 80, this is, I'm trying to remember the study, I don't have it in front of me, but it yeah, was either 82 or right. 84 milligrams, uh, grams of soy, real soy, um, a, de a day. And I should say, for those of you, since we have a lot of um, healthcare professionals who listen to this podcast, uh, I saw the study online in the uh, journal Menopause, I think it was menopause. Um, exactly. Yep. Is that that's right? Uh, and and I think it comes out uh, or it comes out in hard copy pretty soon. Um, but tell me uh, uh, about what other what happened to the rest of their quality of life. Yeah, um, we we assess all of these things. We assess. In, in fact, you have to really be carefully quantitative. So measuring the hot flashes, we measured it with a phone app. So when, when that heat starts welling up from your chest, you just take out your phone, you hit a button, and then we know they're having a hot flash, and we know how long it lasts, and we know how intense it is. And then we measured other things with an electronic questionnaire. And so the four domains were vasomotor, that's hot flashes, physical changes, meaning how do you feel, do you have aches and pains, psychosocial, uh, you mentioned brain fog and uh, anxiety or depression. And finally, sexual functioning. This is something that a lot of women don't really want to talk with their doctors about, but they'll say, I have vaginal dryness and intercourse is painful. Um, all of those things improved substantially more on the intervention diet compared with the control group. And this doesn't mean that a woman may not want to have other treatments uh, of these kinds of things if she, if she wishes to. For example, many women will say, well, I don't want to use hormone pills because those increase the risk of cancer, but they might use, say, a vaginal cream or something like that that's only local. You can use those things in addition to the healthful diet. But what we surprisingly found was that this diet combination alone, without any other treatments, improved all those domains, including the sexual domain. The the key point, um, if I can take away, is that a plant-based, no oil, no animal product diet was very useful in um, decreasing the hot flashes and was also improved the quality of life substantially in women going through menopause. Now, 
these were women who had already entered menopause. That's how you recruited them. How long into menopause could they have been? Do you have any idea, or, or did it did it help even if they were um, if long term? And, and would this help people who are, in other words, if you're a woman who's 48 and your family history is the women go in at 50, would it help if you started at 48 and, and ease that total transition? Do you have any idea on that? I, I do think so, yes. Um, I think the sooner a person is on a healthy plant-based diet, the better they're going to do. But in our study, the women had to have been in, into menopause for at least a year, no periods in the past 12 months, but it was up to 10 years. after. Uh, there, so between... Uh, one in 10 years. And so we had women over the, the whole range. The average was about five years. And many of them had just been suffering with hot flashes. I should say a word about, about the soybeans. If you go to a Japanese restaurant and you get edamame, you know, the little green pods and you pop them in your mouth and they're very tasty, that's the immature soybean. If It doesn't have a lot of the natural isoflavones in it because it's still young. It hasn't really matured very much. So if you let the soybeans grow a little bit longer, the natural isoflavones are produced more and more and more. Um, and so what we used was whole soybeans. And you can get organic soybeans, non-GMO soybeans. And you put them in an instant pot, uh, you know, a pressure cooker. Uh, just put them in there and leave about two inches of water over the top and cook them for 40 minutes and take them out and have a half a cup per day along with your low-fat vegan diet. If you want to, you can then pop them in the oven on a baking sheet and roast them. And I'll show you how to do that. And it's, they're kind of like dry roasted peanuts. But some people will say, I heard on the internet that soy causes breast cancer. And it's unfortunate because that myth has sort of persisted. But all the way back in 2008, researchers showed based on a meta-analysis of eight prior studies that women consuming the most soy have about 30% less risk of breast cancer compared to other women. And women previously diagnosed with cancer, if they consume more soy, are less likely to have the cancer come back. So soy has an anti-cancer effect as well as a cholesterol-lowering effect. Now, get it non-GMO. Get it organic if you can. Get the healthiest kind, but, but soy products are, are helpful. And don't have them in addition to a bunch of junk in your diet, have a healthy overall diet. That combination is what really works, we think. Now, how many calories, we just got a, a question, how many calories, my producer sitting here said, how many calories is that 82 or 84 grams of soy going to add to my calories per day, and what do I have to cut out to do that? Oh, what a great question. Well, the beauty of it is it's not going to add any because you're not adding it in addition to whatever else you're having. You can have it instead. What I would encourage you to do is to not count calories at all. Just think, all right, I'm going to eat whatever fruit I want, whatever vegetables I want, whatever beans I want, including soybeans, whatever grains I might wish, including um, hopefully whole grains to the extent that you can. So that might mean Maybe my breakfast is a big bowl of oatmeal with some sliced bananas and some raisins and some cinnamon on top, and my lunch is not the meat chili, but have it be the bean chili. And if we went out to an Italian restaurant, instead of the ground beef sauce on my spaghetti, I'd have the marinara or the arrabbiata sauce on my angel hair pasta. So there are choices out there. Uh, we go Mexican. Instead of the meat taco, have the bean burrito. 
but it, you're not adding calories. You're just shifting from one thing to another. And that's why people typically lose weight on this diet, despite the fact that you're eating fully and you're eating as much as you want. And it, it's healthier food, but it's also just, frankly, it's better than the, the foods that most of us grew up with. Many of the foods are in the recipes. Much of the soy is in the recipes in your body in balance. Um, the new science of food and hormones and health by Neil Barnard, B-A-R-N-A-R-D. Neil, where can they find out? Is there a website they can find out more about your work for the Physicians for Responsible uh, Medicine as uh -huh. well as uh, this study? Well, yes, thank you. Uh, our website is pcrm.org. That's pcrm.org. And if you just go there, you'll see... PCRM for Physicians... Committee. Mm -hmm. Committee for Responsible Medicine, pcrm.org. That's it. And the, the study is there and lots of recipes, too. Great. Thank you very much. We, I should say, we are brought to you by Persona Nutrition that's a website, free online assessment. You can find out what you're missing in your diet. Talk to a nutritionist. Hopefully, they will talk to you and be able to talk to you about a vegan diet with a lot of soy. Now, Neil, one of the things I've always thought about um, on a vegan diet is that you need to supplement with B12. It's very hard to get B12, very hard to get enough vitamin D in that as well. Is that true? Um, D is not a, not a bigger issue on a vegan diet than any other diet because vitamin D really comes from the sun. And if you're not in the sun, you should probably supplement D no matter what your diet is like. But B12, you're right. You should supplement B12. Everybody should. Uh, the amount you need is very tiny. It's 2.4 micrograms, but you should really be supplementing uh, on a vegan diet. And frankly, that's good advice for other people because a lot of people are low in B12. And you can get your B12 measured just like you can get vitamin D measured um, and find out what you need. In fact, by looking at your diet, that's what the personanutrition.com website does, free online assessment, looks at your diet and tells you what they think you are missing and how you can get it from diet if you want. Tough to do it. Now, Neil, I've got to ask you one more question about vitamin D. I was told that if you turn mushrooms over and give them UV light, even if they've been stored or even frozen, they will, when they're, once they're thawed, they will produce vitamin D. How reliable is that data? You're probably an expert in this area. Um, yes, it's a, it's a curious thing and peculiar. When I first heard about this, I was skeptical of it, but I believe it's actually true. It's, it's a sort of a peculiar fact of nature. To make it easy, you might not want to turn your mushrooms over. You might want to just go to the health food store or the drugstore and pick up their vitamin D. That's Dr. Neil Barnard, B-A-R-N-A-R-D, and it is Physicians Committee for ResponsibleMedicine.org is the website. The book, the study is Relief from Menopausal Symptoms Without Drugs. It's a study in the journal Menopause, um, and it's good news for women 45 and older. The book he has written, a wonderful book. It's not his first book, but it's a great book, Your Body in Balance, by Neil Barnard, B-A-R-N-A-R-D. Thanks very much for coming on. Thank you for downloading us. 
You can find out more about You, the Owner's Manual. We're on every Tuesday, both an A on the latest medical news of the week and what it means to you, and the B, great guests. I would say like Neil Barnard, but you can't have anyone as good as Neil. So thanks very much for tuning in. And Neil, thank you. We'll be back next week.